The explosiveness of ski jumping with athletes launching off a towering scaffold and soaring like a bird through the air. The aerobic energy of cross-country skiing with athletes powering up steep hills and accelerating on thin edge down sweeping turns in a head-to-head -head battle to the finish line. This is Ticket to Fly, the USA Nordic Podcast. Each episode will take you into the international world of ski jumping and Nordic combined, bringing you into the start house and up close with the stars of the sport. Join me now in welcoming your host, veteran Nordic commentator, Peter Graves. Thanks very much, Tom Kelly, and welcome to Ticket to Fly, the USA Nordic podcast providing you insights on the Nordic sports of ski jumping and Nordic combined. It's a program you're going to love. In future programs, we're going to be talking to newsmakers and athletes and officials like Walter Hoffer, the recently retired FIS ski jumping director. We'll also talk to Jed Hinckley from the United States, an amazing host of athletes, both European and domestic. Today, we have a special program. Tom Kelly, the veteran Olympic pundit from years with the U.S. ski team and the FIS, and also Ben Barron, the U.S. Nordics marketing manager. Tom Kelly, let's go to you and talk about your Olympic experiences. In some ways, these really represent the deepest cravings of all human beings to be on an Olympic team. Well, thank you, Peter. It's uh, great to be on Ticket to Fly. This is going to be a great podcast. I know that you'll bring us some amazing insights with the athletes and the officials and the people who make this sport what it is. You know, I, I had a great career with the U.S. ski team and enjoyed every minute of it, but my history in the sport actually goes back to ski jumping. Uh, it was the first activity in skiing that I got involved with as a young boy in Madison, Wisconsin. I would go out to the Blackhawk ski clubs, jump every January with mom and dad and toot the horn for all of those long rides. And in the early part of my career, just as a high school student, I would go out and photograph the great sport of ski jumping. So I got hooked on it early on and it still is one of my most favorite activities. Watching those athletes soar through the year is just amazing. And you turned it into more than 30 years with the U.S. Ski and Snowboard team, Tom. I remember you telling me once, it all began that desire watching the 1960 Olympic Games in Squaw Valley on your black and white TV set. Yeah, I was just seven years old at the time, and it was actually alpine skiing that I watched then. Mom put the Olympics on television. I watched Penny Patu win the silver medal in the downhill, and, and I was hooked. And it was, you know, trying to figure out how can I get involved in this sport? And that's ultimately what led me to follow ski jumping and to become a photographer and a journalist uh, based around covering that great sport in Madison, Wisconsin. All right, Tom, we'll get back to you in a moment. Now let's go to Ben Barron of USA Nordic. Ben, you were an athlete on the 2018 team in Pyeongchang. How did that experience manifest itself for you as an athlete and as a human being that goes on to achieve a lifelong dream? Yeah, I think similar to what TK was saying, you know, really being introduced at an early age, um, I picked up ski jumping and Nordic combined. Uh, at the age of five. And pretty much then I knew I wanted to go to the Olympics someday. Uh, so to be able to do that and see that dream become a reality was 
so special. And now what is it like working for this organization that helps get athletes and American athletes to the Olympic Games? Absolutely. Uh, I really enjoy being on the other side of things now. Uh, I always had a passion for uh, writing and communications and really the side of things TK has discussed. And so to be able to see it from this side now and to be still involved in these athletes and their, their huge goals uh, involving the Olympic Games, it's something I want to continue to be a part of. Yeah. And Ben, uh, perhaps a two-part question. One is, how is the team looking for the coming season? And secondly, how has the pandemic that we've all suffered through, uh, how does that play into your preparations for your athletes this season? Yeah, absolutely. So something really special about our team is just the young age of our athletes. Um, I would say we probably have one of the younger teams on the World Cup circuit. And so this makes every year so exciting because these athletes are growing so much year by year. Um, and there's a lot of potential on this team that's really waiting to bud. So I think the team is exciting when I look at the roster. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see which athletes uh, show up come wintertime. And as far as COVID-19 and really how that's affected our team, we lost a couple weeks off the end of our season, but the timing was actually pretty spectacular for us uh, considering. And, you know, our athletes are back on the ski jump. They're practicing. Training hasn't been affected a whole lot. So right now things, things are looking good for us. And uh, I, it'll be a question of how these competitions take place come wintertime. But as of right now, things are going as planned. Certainly one of the great experiences of my life being up in Vancouver at the 2010 Games and watching manifest the Nordic combined performances by American athletes, Ben. It was pretty amazing. And and your boss, Billy DeMong, uh, captured a gold medal there. Yeah, that was one of the most incredible days of my life. Um, and I was just watching it on a projector screen from Olympian Hall uh, at Hallison Hill. And I think, yeah, I mean, that day motivated all of us. I mean, if you look at the whole team now, I would say a good majority of them were motivated to be where they're at now by Bill and Johnny and Todd. And those performances in 2010 really set the bar for what we can accomplish. Hey, I want to just jump in on that. And, you know, it's really cool to hear Ben talk about that when he was a, a, a younger athlete. Uh, actually, how old would you have been in 2010 when you were watching that? I believe that I was 14. I think that's right. Yeah. But to me, what it, it does is it speaks about community. And one of the things I know, Peter, that you're going to explore in Ticket to Fly is uh, all of these communities around the U.S. where ski jumping is so important. Park City, Steamboat, Lake Placid, Brattleboro, Vermont. Uh, there's many, many others, uh, but communities coming together and kids being motivated and fired up. I remember, Peter, uh, coming over to your house in Vermont uh, when your son, Willie, was growing up and he had this box full of these old videos. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were like VHS videos. I, I don't know if anybody knows. That's right. A lot um, of the shows from ESPN days. Yeah. And and he would plug those in and he'd watch Matty Nukinen for hours on end. You know, that passion is really alive in these communities around the country. 
Yeah, good point uh, to both of you. Tom, you know, I don't think a lot of people are aware that the uh, Nordic combined is really a link to uh, the old Olympics because back in 1924, the games in Chamonix, France, there was no alpine skiing. It was cross country through Nordic combined and ski jumping. It goes back that far. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll use the opportunity to tell a story about 1924 where there was no snowboarding or freestyle or even alpine skiing. It was really the Nordic sports. But an interesting story, uh, the U.S. has won one medal in ski jumping, and it was won in 1924 by a Norwegian-American, Anders Haugen. And on that day in Chamonix, he finished fourth behind three of uh, his former Norwegian countrymen. And life went on. He was fourth in the Olympics, you know, kind of that awful spot where you're just out of the medals. 50 years later, 50 years later in 1974, a Norwegian historian discovered that there had been a scoring error and that indeed Anders Haugen should have won the bronze medal. Torleif Haug from Norway had actually won the bronze. He passed away a few years after the Olympics. And his daughter then presented that medal to Anders Haugen. And you can see that medal today at the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame in Ishpeming, Michigan. An interesting story of America's first medal in ski jumping. Yeah, absolutely amazing story. Haugen uh, died in Redlands, California, uh, and he was able to get, finally, that medal. Well, Tom Kelly and uh, Ben Barron, I want to thank you very much for being part of the program today. We hope you've enjoyed this preview episode of Ticket to Fly, the USA Nordic podcast. Thanks to our guests, Tom Kelly and Ben Barron. I'm your host, Peter Graves. Subscribe to Ticket to Fly on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks a lot and so long.